Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I can feel your presence in this place. I, I'm overwhelmed this morning. I just feel so much love. I feel the power of Jesus' love in this place. That blood that was poured out for you and for me and for all the humanity, that, that power came from the love of the Father for us. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Heavenly God. We praise you and worship you this morning. Oh, we love you so much. We love you so much. We're so grateful. Uh, we ask your Holy Spirit to come this morning and lead this meeting, lead the words, give us revelation, give us truth, show us, show us what we need to do, where we are, where we need to go. I ask you, Holy Spirit, to put the words in my mouth. I'm here, I'm available for the glory of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. So, good morning. Welcome all. Uh, it's wonderful to be here just talking about the Lord, just sharing the message, the good news. I'd like to especially thank my friends, two great friends of mine, for traveling all the way from London to be here. Thank you, ladies. You'll be very blessed. And, and I think this is a bit of a shock for them. <laughs> Although they've known me for a few years now, they, they have seen the transformation of Julie. I think they can testify for that. So the glory is for, for Jesus, like Dan was saying. We, we've been changed. We've been changed by that blood. We've been changed by his love. Amen. So yeah, today I just want to talk about, I want to talk about my new best friend. Uh, I don't live with this guy home at all. I don't go to sleep without talking to him at all. This is my friend, the Holy Spirit of God. We, we, we have been together for about 11 years, uh, but I only realized that, um, that he was with me all the time, that he was my sensor, he was my GPS. I only really got to know uh, who he was or who he is, I don't know, I think a couple of weeks ago. So I just want to talk, talk about him, but I'd like to start with a scripture, and then we go to, to um, what he's told me. Uh, so if we start at John 16, 7. So John 16, 7, it says, But very truly I tell you, it is for you you're good that I am going away. So this is Jesus speaking to the disciples a few days before he's, he's ready to, to go and, and accomplish the sacrifice of the cross. But very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. About sin because people do not believe in me. About righteousness because I am going to the Father where you can't see me no longer. 
and about judgment because the prince of this world now stands condemned. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But the spirit of truth comes. He will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will, he will speak only what he hears. And he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So this scripture is talking about uh, Jesus having to go away. It's a must that this happens. It's a must that the sacrifice is accomplished. Because after that happens, he's going to send someone to be with us, to be on our side. You know the word advocate, what it means. My friend is a lawyer. I think she, she knows what advocate means. Somebody that will defend your rights. Somebody that will be on your defense. So it's necessary that, they, that Jesus goes away so that we can have the advocate. And I personally... Um, I didn't know much about the Holy Spirit when I first received Jesus in my heart. I didn't quite understand it. All I was seeking was uh, forgiveness. I was seeking love. I was seeking a new life, really. Uh, but it's been, and I don't mean to say this to advertise the church, but it's really been since I've come to this church that I have understood and I've had encounters with the Holy Spirit. So now I can speak about it and I can be completely assured that he is just as real as Jesus Christ and, and, and our Father God in heaven. Uh, but then I didn't know uh, quite how to use him. I mean... And it just happened in a, in a moment where uh, I was alone uh, at home. I was praying, um, and, and, and I, was, I was praying for my husband, actually, because he was going through a difficult time at work. And I started praying for him, and, and as I closed my eyes, um, I started seeing visions of him when he was a child and when he was growing up, and I started seeing things, and it was so real. I, I, I did not understand what was happening. I did not comprehend why that was so visual to me, you know? Uh, but then I just felt this warmth in, in my body. I felt, um, I felt like a bit of shaking as well. I knew something was happening in my flat that night. And as I was seeing these visions, I started praying about things that I didn't know that my husband has never told me. Uh, but it was like a voice telling me, this is what you need to pray for. This is what you need to focus. This is, this is what I'm coming here to tell you. And you know, this is what happens when you are alone on, um, under the presence of God. The Holy Spirit comes and he talks to you in your heart. You might not hear a voice like you're hearing my voice now, but the voice comes to your heart. This is how he speaks. And I know that it was him. And then suddenly I realized, 
I never really ask you what I need to pray for. I just go and think, oh, this is what I need to pray for. This is how I need to do it. But I never really consoled you. Uh, so it was a revelation. And then since then, you know, I just, I just seek for guidance. I seek for direction through the Holy Spirit. So what I want to say is the Holy Spirit is extremely important in our lives as a Christian. It's, it's a must. We must establish that connection with him as well. And the only way to do that is praying and seeking God in spirit and in truth. So that, that is extremely important. So, you know, it's like the completion of, of the three in one, uh, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You need the three of them and to feel whole, to feel fulfilled. So, um, so then I understood that, you know, the message of the gospel um, brings end to your own life. It brings into your own life, you know. The, Jesus is uh, the perfect sacrifice so that we could have forgiveness, so that we could be, be made new. Uh, but Jesus is also the example of how we need to be after we, we become Christians, after we receive him in our heart. You know, Paul says in the Bible that um, we are to be imitators of God. We are to have the mind of Christ. But why do we need the mind of Christ? Why do we need to be like him? Well, if you think about it, now that Christmas is approaching, and you know well the story, um, Jesus was born because of the power of the Holy Spirit in Mary. So it's, it's the same seed. It's, you could say it's the same DNA. It's the same, it's the same um, inheritance inheritance, like a family inheritance. So that's why as you accept Jesus, as you receive the message of the gospel, the cross as the end to sin, as the end to the old you, then you can begin your new life by being born again and now by being born of the spirit. Because when you're born as a child from your mother's womb, you're born from flesh. Your mom is flesh. But as you're born again as an adult in the water, baptized, this is what I mean, you're born of the spirit. That's what the Bible says. Flesh gives birth to flesh, and the spirit gives birth to spirit. So when you're now living with the spirit of God, you see, the spirit of God is what comes in you you can start a spiritual life because God is a spirit. God is a spirit. And as you start a spiritual life, then you open, or rather, your eyes are open to a spiritual world that we cannot see unless we have the spirit of God to show us and to reveal, to reveal this spiritual world. And I know we, we all see a lot of evil in the world. We see a lot of sadness and pain. A lot of those things come from evil. And we can see them. They're quite tangible. If we see, um, sorry, a bit of a crude example, but we see a woman that's crying because she's been raped. We can see evil represented in what somebody did to her. It will be, that's the, the physical manifestation of, of some, some evil action. 
But we can actually touch that. We can actually touch that pain. We cannot actually make it tangible. But that's why we need the Holy Spirit of God. He will show us the things that we cannot see. So that was the revelation for me. That was the revelation for me that the Holy Spirit will uh, act as your guidance. Like, like the word says here, he will, he, will, um, he will show you the truth. He will show you the truth. So it's really, really important that you, if you haven't met the Holy Spirit, if you haven't really understood who the Holy Spirit is, then I can tell you today that he's extremely important. And that's why these meetings always have the Holy Spirit here. We don't want to do things in a human way. We don't want to use our heads. We just want him to use us to use us so he can do what he needs to do through us. In fact, you know, I'll be honest, I, I have all this scribble here. I have no clue what says here, but it's all in here. And I actually did a little paper with bullet points and I left it at home. So I am 100% relying on the Holy Spirit, on the Holy Spirit. You know, I couldn't be speaking like that for half an hour or, you know, it's only because he's here. He lives in me. And that's why I love that song. I love that song. Welcome, Holy Spirit. We're here in your presence. We're here in your presence. It's he will take over. So as you, as you establish this relationship with the Holy Spirit, um, you start having a clear channel of communication with the Father, our Father, God in heaven. This is how you start hearing his voice so, so clear as you hear my voice now. Like I heard his voice that night as I was praying, as I've heard it before and I didn't know it was him. You start hearing that. This is the channel of communication. This is what makes it real, real. And I'd like to read a scripture about that because this is not just what I am um, uh, making up. It's actually written. This is what God says. If we go to 1 Corinthians 2, uh, we start from verse 9. So that's 1 Corinthians 2, verse 9. Um, so, this scripture talks about God's wisdom revealed by the Spirit. So, we start in verse 9, it says, However, it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. These are the things God has revealed to us by his Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. What we have received is not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God so that we might understand what God has freely given us. Amen. This is a powerful scripture about the Holy Spirit and why we need the Holy Spirit. Only the Spirit can discern the deep thoughts. I don't know what you're thinking. I don't know what you're thinking. But with the Spirit of God, I know what he's thinking. I know what he's thinking and he reveals it through the Holy Spirit. 
So as you now are aware of how this communication now becomes so clear as you receive the Spirit of God, what he will do is he will start showing you the truth. It says, it says clearly here, um, so that we might understand what God has freely given us. That is the truth. You need to know the truth. You need to know what God has given you because some of you are not taking what God has given you. But the Spirit of God is telling you, there's a lot you, you have to receive because you are children of God. And he gives, he gives everything to his children. He's got everything for his children. Blessings, long days, life, health, everything. But you need to go and claim that as a child of God. So it will guide you into the truth. It will guide you into the truth about yourself. That's something I needed to understand. Uh, I needed to know who I am in Jesus. And Dan's been speaking about it this morning. How Jesus, how God sees me is not how I see myself. So the spirit of truth will tell you exactly who you are because as I was saying earlier, there is also a, a spirit of evil in the world that you cannot see, but let me tell you, he also try and talks to you. He also try and confuses you. He doesn't want any good for you. He wants to come, to destroy, to kill, and steal. That's all he does. But the Spirit of God will tell you the truth. Will tell you that you're wonderfully made. The Spirit of God will tell you that Jesus died for you on the cross, that you are forgiven, that no matter how big is your sin, whether it's murder, stealing, lying, the white lie, you are forgiven. You are forgiven. What Jesus did on the cross has accomplished that moment, that promise, it's done. So the Spirit of God will remind you, you know, even as a Christian, um, it's, it tries to confuse you, you know? It tries to confuse, confuse you and, and even say, what are you doing standing there, Julie? Why are you there? Who do you think you are? And I will say, I am a child of God. Yes. He's called me here. He rescued me from the darkness. He, he freed me from the sin and he's been transforming me and he's cleansed me with the blood. I am a new person. That's what you can say because the Spirit of God is here to be your advocate, to defend your rights in Jesus Christ. The other thing is he will give you truth about a situation. How many times have we not tried to work out things? Oh, is this happening? Is this not happening? Are they talking about me? you know, paranoid, or like me, you know, you all know my testimony about the driving. I thought I was gonna crash every time I would get into the car. I mean, and I, I almost did because I was hearing these voices that were telling me, you can't drive, you can't drive, you're gonna have an accident. And I spent two years like that, fighting that battle, you know, and to the glory of the Lord, it's over, it's over. You know, I've been, uh, God has, uh, Restore my confidence, you know. So it will, it will guide you to the truth. I needed to hear the truth. Had I not had the Holy Spirit, I would still be listening to those voices. But I chose to hear the voice of God that told me, you can do all things in Christ who strengthens you. 
I chose to hear that because that is absolutely truth. We can do all things in him because he's absolute. He's absolute. He's ha he has power over everything. He is enough. He has everything that you need. So it will, it will guide you to the truth about what you need to do. Or like when I was praying that night, how do I need to pray, Lord? I didn't know these things. I didn't know there was abandonment at home. I didn't know all these things. But tell me how I need to pray, because sometimes you pray and you pray and nothing happens, and, and you're like, oh, I've been praying for years and, and nothing happens. But unless you know the thoughts of God, you'll know how to pray. And this is why I realized, oh, Holy Spirit, I really need to, to seek you. I really need to, to ask you uh, how I need to pray and what I need to pray for. So it will, reveal, it will reveal the truth. And as the scripture says, the scripture in John said, um, he is the spirit of truth and he will guide you into all the truth. But he also said, um, Jesus also said in this scripture that he had to go away uh, because he had much more to say to us. And unless he was gone, um, the advocate wouldn't come because we would need him, because what we were going to be told by the Spirit of God was more than what we could bear. So we, we would need him to assure us, to, um, to confirm, to confirm that, um, that Jesus is the truth. One thing I see when we go out in the street to evangelize is there's so many people confused about Jesus and religions. Religions, but what is, what is religion? What religion are you from? Well, I don't have a religion particularly because religion is, is practicing, you know, it's like repetition. I don't have a religion. I have a relationship with Jesus. It's different. It's different. And my relationship comes because I have the three of them, you know, and because uh, I, I love coming to church, but I also can spend time with God at home or in the car or at work or where I am. So, um, so I have confirmation through the Holy Spirit. You know, he was going to reveal to us so many things that we couldn't understand unless we had him. And that's the next thing. We have revelation through the Holy Spirit. And there are different ways of revelation. Like a revelation for me was when I, I encountered Jesus. I just, I just felt his presence so alive in me. That was a revelation. But there's also a revelation as you read the Bible. If you have been trying to read the Bible and, and you don't get it and it doesn't make sense, it's because maybe you're not asking the Holy Spirit to give you the understanding and the discernment that you need to understand what he says. Because what the Word of, the word of God is, is, his, is, is like a mystery sometimes. Not everyone can comprehend what the Bible says. But you need the Holy Spirit in order to understand that. It, talks, it actually talks the mysteries, mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Well, a mystery is something that, that you need to work out, that you need to, uh, there's something hidden, there's something hidden. Well, unless you have the Holy Spirit of God, you will not be able to understand fully, fully what it means. So it will give you revelation when reading the word as well. And this is why I like Jesus' parables when he was speaking 
um, to the disciples. He, he would use the parables sometimes because it was like a mystery, no? Like a mystery, but only, only those who really were receptive, only those who were really seeking for the truth would understand. And, and, and again, on my own experience, when I first started reading the Bible, I did not understand what he said at all. But now I get it. Now I get it. I know that those are just not words, that that's not something that a man wrote. That is the truth. And those words have so much power that when you apply those words into your life, something will happen. You will have a manifestation of that word in you. So the Holy Spirit will also bring revelation. He can also bring revelation through visions and dreams. So that day I had visions. That night I had visions. I saw things clear. And I tell you what, I also saw Jesus. And I knew, I knew that that was as a, a heavenly moment in the living room of my, of my house. Because as I, as I um, stopped seeing those visions about Luke, um, I saw Jesus right by the water, by a fountain of water. And it was so real. It was so real. The whole place just changed. The atmosphere changed that night. So it will give you visions. It will give you dreams, you know. Joseph, in the Bible, he was favored um, in front of the Pharaoh because God had given him visions. Um, revelations of dreams, sorry, revelations of dreams. So this is what I mean about the spirit of truth. It will reveal things. It will make things clear. You will understand now. And when you understand something, now you can do it freely. You can do it freely. So spirit of revelation. Now the other thing is um, the Holy Spirit will give you power, will give you power. And I'll go back to, to, to the message of the gospel, you know, the cross is the end of the sin. That's why Jesus said, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. You know, Alpha and Omega is the first Alpha, first letter in the Greek alphabet. And Omega is the last one. He is the beginning and the end. The cross is the end to the old life. But the birth in the spirit is your new life, is your new beginning. That's why all things are in him. It's, it's, it's no ending from Genesis to Revelation. It's all in one. It's all in one. So as, you, as you're born again, you will now have a sense of that something has changed. Something has changed in you. And you will try your best. You will try your best to make sure that the old person doesn't come out again. And you can try as hard as you, as you want. But unless you seek the Holy Spirit of God, you will not be able to do it on your own. You cannot do it on your own strength. I've, I've met a few people that they have received the Lord, they have been born again, baptized, and they have sort of come back to their own lives and they think, well, what happened? Wasn't this supposed to, to heal me? Wasn't this supposed to make me a good person? Well, yes, 
yes, something happened. Absolutely, you have received forgiveness. You have been you have been washed with the water. You have been cleansed by the blood. But what needs to change is the mind, and that's the that's the hardest one. And you cannot do that one on your own unless you have the mind of Christ. And the mind of Christ will only come as you seek the Holy Spirit. Because we are called to be imitators of Christ. This is why I'm so proud to be called a Christian. Because Christian is not just a name or a new title I have. It's actually that I want to be like Jesus. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not expecting, and, and thank you, Dan, for saying we are perfect. I still don't think I'm perfect, but thank you, because that is the Spirit of God giving revelation that when, when we receive Jesus, we are perfect. This is how God sees us. He sees perfect creation, beautiful creation, my beautiful creation. So, oh, lost myself. <laughs> so... The mind, the mind, this is, this is what you still need to be working at. This is what still needs the most work. And I know that, I know that because, you know, I, had, I, I shared last week as well that I, 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 I used to drink a lot. I used to sort of be into that. That's what made me happy. That's what used to hide my low self-esteem. That's what used to hide my fears. So it, was, it is hard. It is hard, especially when you are surrounded by these things all the time. So it is a bit of a fight. You can't do it unless the Holy Spirit of God gives you the power to do it. It gives you power. You'll be empowered. I felt empowered to go back in my car after eight months of no driving because the panic attacks were so horrible that I had to end up in hospital for, uh, for panic attacks. But I knew, I, the spirit of truth told me, you do have a license, you pass your test. You know you can. You know you can do all things in him. And he was the one who empowered me to sit in that car and do it. And to the glory of God, you know, the fears have vanished. His perfect love has cast out all fear. Yeah, all fear. All fear is gone. Even I am left amazed sometimes to see um, how perfect is his work. How perfect. He's so perfect. But had I not had the Holy Spirit, I wouldn't have known how to pray about that situation. I wouldn't, know, know how, I wouldn't have known what to do. But it was the Holy Spirit that guided me and, say, and he said, it's okay, you'll get through this. So it empowers you. If there's, there's an addiction, if there's a behavior that you've been trying to fight and you're getting nowhere, ask the Holy Spirit because only he can give you the power. And the other thing about the Holy Spirit is that because he's supernatural, so we can't see him, we can't see him, but as it says in John, he will make things known to us. He will manifest things in the way he wants. He can do it today through me. He can do it through something you hear. He is supernatural. It's beyond our comprehension. And this is why sometimes the Bible doesn't make sense for some people. So they give up and they don't read it because they don't understand it. But because he is beyond logical and human comprehension and wisdom, then you also get supernatural power. 
supernatural power and all these things that we see in the world, the spirits of evil and all that, that is supernatural as well. And I used to be really scared about those things before, I have to be honest. Before, well, maybe before I was a Christian, I used to be scared of those things, but now they have to be scared about me. <laughs> they have to be scared about me because when they see me, what they see is the blood of Jesus. And the word says, the enemy will flee away as you call the name of Jesus, as he sees the blood of Jesus, because the blood that was poured out on the cross was the public humiliation to evil, to evil. So we are winners, we are winners all the way, we're conquerors because of that. But you can only comprehend these things if you have a supernatural friend like it's my Holy Spirit, who gives me supernatural wisdom and reveals to me mysteries and gives me words of strength and life and power. So you see why I'm so excited about the Holy Spirit? <laughs> it's amazing, we need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. The three, the three, we need the three. It's the completion, it's the completion. It's the completion of, 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 of God's purpose. You see, and also, as, 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 as we touch on, the, on Revelation, uh, so it's a combination on everything. As when you start thinking about this, it's all the same thing, really. It's the center. This is the core of the Christian life. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Wholeness, physical healing, mental restoration, power for the early things, for the supernatural things, but he will also reveal your purpose in this world. A lot of people live like they are just living because they have to, but they don't know where they're going. They don't know what they are missing. I can say I lived like that maybe for, for 21 years thinking I needed this, I needed that, that I knew it all. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. But the Spirit of God will tell you why you were born. You hear a lot of stories of people that have ended their lives because they never knew what they were here for. Or they fall into depression, or they fall into addictions, they fall into trying to fulfill that emptiness, that big question mark. <laughs> And they rather end their lives because of that. But only the Holy Spirit of God will tell you why you were born. He will tell you what your purpose is. And I'm going to tell you that secret. I'm going to tell you that secret. You were born to glorify Jesus. You were born because God wanted you to be here. Because he thought of you. Because he loves his creation. The purpose of your life is not just to have a job and to get married and to have children. That, that comes after. The main reason why you're here is for him and because of him. Amen. Amen. This will change your life. It will change your life because when you don't know what you're here for, you're just jumping from place to place, fulfilling your needs with what you think you need. 
And, and, and that's why people fall into the alcohol, into drugs. Well, that was my case at least. Yeah, because I didn't know. But the spirit of truth will tell you. Will tell you that you are a precious child of God. And that you're blessed and that he loves you and that he sent his son Jesus Christ so that you could begin the life that you're meant to live. Glory to God about that because my life makes sense now. I belong, I belong somewhere. That was my problem when I was a child. I was so shy, I couldn't speak to other kids. So they always rejected me, they always put me to the corner, so I always felt like I was no one. I always wanted to belong to something, so I started changing and trying to be something so I could fit in in other places. But now that I know who I am, I know this is where I was meant to be. This is my place. And this fulfills me, fulfills me. I can be out, I can be at home, and I always feel the joy of knowing who I am in Christ. And that I can freely speak about Jesus, about God. My friends will tell you how many times I've sent you videos and I've tried to talk to them because I'm not afraid to, to say who I am now. You know, I'm not afraid to share the message because this is the purpose. This is the reason why God designed me. <laughs> this is why he gave me languages. So I could come to England one day and be here sharing the good news. Praise the Lord. It's all, it's all for a reason. It's all for a reason. But if you're in that situation, if you are not quite sure, if you're tired, because it makes you tired, it really weights you down, like to keep looking and, and to keep finding, trying to find a, an answer to your questions, go to the Holy Spirit of God. Even if you haven't received Jesus, we'll take care of that in a minute, but go to the Spirit of God because he's here. He's here this morning and ask the questions. And he will speak. He will speak to your heart. I guarantee you that. I guarantee you that. And I'd just like to finish with this verse in Timothy. Because Proverbs says, if you keep God's commandments, if you keep God's word, keep it in your heart. So keep this in your heart. When you have the spirit of God, you have power. Timothy says, Timothy says, for the spirit God gave us that does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. And there's another two versions, uh, another two translation versions, that they say you don't have a spirit of fear or timidity, but of power. As you have the Holy Spirit of God, you have power now. You have power, you activate power. And I can pray for someone back home in Colombia, I can pray for someone through the Spirit of God, and I'm sure that person will feel the power of the prayer. Because he's supernatural, we don't comprehend, we can't see it. But this is how you, when you pray for someone's healing, it's the power of the Holy Spirit in you. It's not you. It's his power. It's a power beyond comprehension. So this power is for anything, anything you need to destroy in your life, anything you're fighting against, anything. 
You have power. You can do it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And I want to mention there's another scripture of that Timothy verse that says, For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. The power will change your mind. But will change your mind to the mind of Christ, which is the thoughts of God, which is the truth. It will just not brainwash you. A lot of people used to say to me, oh, you've been brainwashed. No, I have the mind of Christ now because that's what I eat. I eat his word. You're not brainwashed. Now you have the truth. You know the truth. And the truth will set you free. Amen. Amen. So there's so much. There's so much for us. There's so much for us. There's so much. This is, it's done. It's accomplished. It's just waiting for you to receive it. That power is waiting for you to come and use it. When you, when you pray, ask the Holy Spirit how you need to pray. If you, if you, if you, are, if you have a project for the future, ask the Holy Spirit what you need to know, what you need to do. He knows it all. The Bible says that our days are written. Our days are written. God, not, God knows it all. So make, your, make the Holy Spirit of God your, your best friend as well. Don't leave home without him. Don't go to sleep without him. Amen. Amen. So, I'd, amen. I'd like us to first, if there's anyone that hasn't known Jesus or hasn't received Jesus, this is the start. This is the alpha. This is the beginning. He is the beginning of your new life. I would like you to pray with me. Close your eyes where you are. And I'd like you to pray with me. And say, Dear Father in heaven, I confess that I have sinned against you. That I have rebelled against you. And I also acknowledge today that Jesus is the Son of God and that you sent him to die for me and for my sins, that he died on the cross so that today I can be free, so that today I can be forgiven. Dear Father, I accept Jesus as my personal savior and the Lord of my life. And I receive his forgiveness. And I ask your Holy Spirit to fill me in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So if anybody that didn't have Jesus before and would like to begin a relationship with him, you can talk to us at the end. Um, but also, if there's anyone that's been caught up with thoughts or trying to work something now and you need a word from the Holy Spirit, you're more than welcome to come to the front. Some of the ministers will pray for you. Uh, feel free. This is a free place. You're in safe hands. This is, a, this is a place where the Lord abides. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 <laughs>